born on a mountaintop in Tennessee. Started them a band called Big Green. You heard me right. Is this thing on? This is Big Green. It's the April edition of This is Big Green. Welcome aboard. Interestingly enough, this coincides with the 100th anniversary of the first and final voyage of the Titanic. Is there significance in this coincidence? We don't know. Let's find out. We're going to hear from Matt Perry today. Oh, yeah. A couple more songs by... Governor Rick Perry, cousin of Big Green. Iceberg ahead. Stay tuned. Well, hello, everybody. Here we are. This is Big Green, April episode. Glad to be back. I'm going to bring my brother Matt on in a minute. He's just <laughs> he's getting himself ready, you know, slacking the hair. Likes to have it standing straight up while he's on the radio. Right, so we um, we didn't actually have a sponsor last month in March. We were running a little dry there. No one was stepping up to the plate. But as it turns out, we did secure a sponsor for this month. Um, British Petroleum, as it happens, BP, otherwise known. Um... They have agreed to use some of their ample cash to uh, help fund the program, and in return, we've agreed to do a short promo for them in the folksy style that they prefer. Um, and we're going to help them get the message out about all the good stuff that's happening down on the Gulf. Happy to oblige. You scratch my back, I scratch yours. You know how it works. We just happen to have a banjo right here. Let's see if this thing... Suspend disbelief for a second. Ah, that's more like it. Hi, my name is Beauregard Smith. I am a resident, lifelong resident of the Gulf region. And I also work for BP. And I want to just talk about the great things that BP is doing down here. You know, a lot of stuff is going on. It's been going on since the spill. A lot of mitigation efforts. And I wanted to give you this progress report. It seems that BP has been investing a whole lot of money in making things better down here. They're buying a whole lot of advertising. They're spending a lot of money on media and on press releases and on folksy little ads. And they hired my ass, too. So, keep the spigot running. Things are going great down here. 
Okay, that was a paid announcement from British Petroleum. The check is in the mail. Everybody. Hey everybody. Hello everybody. It's your old pal Bozo. Hi Bozo, can we play the Bozo Blow game now? I'm not I don't much cut into that game, man. Were you not the Bozo I know? <laughs> oh no. It's Bozo Ono. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Hmm. Bozo Ono. Wasn't he famous? <laughs> Not so as you'd know it. Not so as you'd know it. Oh, he had a little song. It was called the... Now that was Bozo Bono. <laughs> Bozo the Bono. 
weren't we supposed weren't we supposed to start this podcast with an apology for last month's oh yes i'm sorry yes i'm sorry i have to apologize now for not starting with an apology we'll just we'll just have a whole apology segment from this is getting confusing yes we would like to offer our heartfelt apology yes the last episode of this is big green Yes, yes, we we actually do need to offer our heartfelt apology. What what are we apologizing for? We're apologizing for, let me read what it says here. Oh. Um, several people wrote into us saying that they were incensed by our mm. cavalier and disrespectful attitude towards the late Davy Jones. Oh. Especially Joe Perry blaming his death on monkey-head poachers. <laughs> Now, you're not supposed to laugh oh. during an apology. I mean, contrition. Sounds of contrition. We're also apologizing for the for the quality of the podcast last month and all the previous months. For generally being too rambling and incoherent, disjointed, unintelligible, nonsensical, wimpy pop drivel, Unlistenable and fucking stupid. And You're just pointless. reading all of our <laughs> our reviews, <laughs> all of our music okay, reviews I mean, are no, contained I, that, in there. This is kind of a, a collection of parts of letters that have come in. But I wanted to make sure everyone knows that we've been taking steps. I've been taking steps to try to rectify some of these problems that you so kindly brought to our attention. And from now on, I will be taking some lessons in elocution and in electricianism, <laughs> just to be on the safe side. <laughs> elocutionism. <laughs> he was elocuted. He was elevated to elocution. <laughs> no, Elocu- we are we are very sorry for those yeah. who may have been offended. Yes. Joe's comments. Yes. <laughs> very sorry. I personally was offended, so I am very sorry to me. Yes, I, I too am sorry yes. for Joe. Oh, and uh, there is something else we should apologize for. Why are you wearing a barrel? Um, Because I couldn't find my pants. And why is there a badge on your barrel? Because I am a policeman now. <laughs> <laughs> I see it's a standard uniform. That's just a standard uniform. This is Utica, New York. We're cutting everything. Joe, yeah, why was Popeye wearing the barrel? I have no idea. We found... Well, I was trying to make a birthday card for Joe because it was the robot's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I get a card on every robot's and birthday. I thought, and I thought I'd do a search for somebody wearing a barrel, and I thought, <laughs> oh, well... <laughs> <laughs> Who can I search for wearing a barrel? And then I thought, well, Popeye. And I actually came up with immediately a figurine. I think it may have been a bank. Yes. And it was Popeye wearing a barrel. But that's interesting. Why did you, what made you think of searching for a Popeye with I, a barrel? I have no idea. Must hmm. have been a primitive memory of a car- Popeye cartoon in which he was wearing a barrel. Interesting. So, 
It's kind of an old-fashioned shorthand for you're poor. We'll all be wearing barrels soon. <laughs> I am, in fact, wearing one right now. In this economy. Yeah, Joe, you may be just the first. Yeah, but you're wearing it for more of a fashion statement. <laughs> You've got a pickled hide. I've been pickled. Hey, the pickled hides. That's another good name for a band. <laughs> Tonight only... The Pickle Hides and the Barrel Boys. <laughs> Crack a barrel. Crack one open for me. Okay, well, as I was about to say, Caesar, um, I, I, what am I, I your salad? I think I, <laughs> yes. I think we should apologize for the the uh, way we eulogized uh, Andy Breitbart as well. Because we kind of eulogized him in song as well. Well, the Rick did. Rick, Rick, really loved him right but by playing rick's song we were eulogizing him in song it's our podcast we are responsible for everything that is broadcast on our podcast now i think you are because you you do the final edit oh jesus so joe so it's all my fault apologize joe (laughs) apologize (laughs) apologize liar liar i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'd like to apologize for the last (laughs) Five minutes of our apology segment. Wait, yes. <laughs> Every month we're going to have an apology segment. Um, yeah, the thing about Davy Jones, uh, yeah. you know, nobody I don't think he was hunted about... down by by monkey by poachers. Apes, by <laughs> apes. <laughs> no, nobody, nobody cared about the Andrew Breitbart thing, Joe. <laughs> There's only people who are only worried about about uh, Davy Jones. That was anticipating outrage. <laughs> What's the matter with you people? <laughs> Andy Breitbart fans have better things to do, Joe, than to listen to this is Big Green. That's right. Just like most of us. Listen to this is Big Red. <laughs> <laughs> Big Redneck. Big Red Mean. <laughs> well, we could still get complaints. Cops Red. Joe okay. Did you have something you were going to bring up? Um, like aside from lunch, um, uh-huh. oh, no, <laughs> you're gonna get it all over your barrel. <laughs> Why do you think I'm wearing a barrel? You're getting it on the bridge, you're getting it on the bridge. <laughs> He's polishing it with puke. Yak on the bridge. There's another good band name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a good name. Yak on the bridge. You can't make this stuff up. No, you can't. And you shouldn't. In point of fact. Yeah, so Matt, what is new this week? I had two really weird dreams this week, Joe. Oh no, (laughs) more weird dreams. And what could they be about? Okay, one. (laughs) How did this make you feel? (laughs) I'll tell you about. One of them had Mitt Romney in it, so I gotta start with that one. I dreamt that Mitt Romney was sleeping in my room for some reason. And what was the most amazing thing about it is how natural he looked in his pajamas. (laughs) He had this pair of white silk pajamas that had, like, red hearts on it. I hear he has a separate elevator for his pajamas. (laughs) (laughs) No, he has a separate elevator for the elephant in his pajamas. Ah. I see. Yes, sir. And um, I got mad at at uh, Mitt Romney in the dream in my room because I was I was sleeping and I woke up and I was like, "There's Mitt Romney." And I thought, "Get the hell out of here! Get out of here! How did you get here?" And so, 
And so this is absolutely the truth in my dream. He gets mad back at me and he starts trying to suffocate the dog. Oh, very strange. Yeah. So, so kind of like, did he, did he do it by like strapping it to the roof of his car? (laughs) No, he didn't do a Seamus on it. No, No, he didn't pull a Seamus. No, he was trying to do it with a pillow. Oh, it was very strange. Very strange. And I, I got him out. I got him out of the room and he, it, it was. So you're calling Mitt Romney a murderer. He went downstairs to talk to my father. Oh. Uh, that was the last scene in the dream. I guess your father, too. He was talking uh, to your father. Our father. Our father, who art in <laughs> Romney. <laughs> who art, in fact, in heaven. <laughs> who art in Romney. Indeed. <laughs> Our father, Art. <laughs> who art? Yeah. Whose story was that? Was that John's story? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody thought that God's name was Art. <laughs> because our father, Art. Who's Art in heaven? <laughs> I thought his name was Hollow. <laughs> Harold be his name. Harold be his name-o. Yeah, so that was my name. Romney dream. It was kind of short, but it was pertinent in the shop where we go. <laughs> he ended up putting on a smoking jacket that kind of made him look a bit like Hef. So, oh, Hef. Like Hefner, yeah. Well, he uh, he lives a bit like Hef. Yeah, I know. Well, well, I don't know about that. He doesn't have that many wives, Joe. Nah, I'm he, not talking about the wives. He renounced so his plural wives, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> He's using possessive wives now. <laughs> That's why he went to Mexico. It's a morphology joke. That's why his grandfather moved to Mexico, I think. Oh, man. Anyway, we won't talk about his grandfather. My other dream... Ah! It's completely different, but it had several (laughs) television references in in it. Um, it, Uh, If you ask me, Mitt Romney is a television reference. Okay. I dreamt it was about the Waltons, folks. I was dreaming about the Waltons, except in the dream, the Waltons were Jewish Vulcans. And they were being persecuted okay. by uh, the Virginian Nazi Party. Oh, and it was the '30s, so it kind of made sense. Yeah, there probably was a Virginian but Nazi Party. In my dream, what was the most amazing thing about it was that the budget in my dream must have been really low, similar to how it was in the old Star Trek series, because not all of the Walton kids had the ear makeup. That they just. <laughs> They had these ludicrous hats on, so <laughs> so <laughs> they didn't have to, in other words, give them fake They ears. had ear hats on? <laughs> they had hats over their ears, Joe. Oh, man. Those kind of helmet hats. Oh, I see. So they had hats like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I get it. Like so. somebody smashed a cassava melon over their head. Yeah. yeah. So those are my dreams, Joe. Let me see if I can interpret them for you. Please do. The first one speaks to your desire to become a Republican. <laughs> I have to say, it's, the, the symbology is quite clear. It is. Yes. How so? Well, the fact that Romney is in your room, that, that represents, your room represents the actual environment of your thoughts. Oh, yeah, and he had pajamas that had hearts on them. So it's like I 
Like I really loved Robbie. And like most of America, <laughs> even those who are Republicans, you're resisting. You're resisting the attachment. And and I had the father association with Romney talking to my father. That's dream. right. Yeah. He was asking and your father if it was okay. An authority figure. Yes. Synonymous with an authority yes. figure. Yes. Yeah, I think you're right, Joe. Yes. But him trying to smother like the dog. Yeah, that's that, not right. That yeah. it's kind of like my father whipping me because yeah because I was too involved with animals. He was whooping you. He was whooping me. Yeah, he's saying now you got to give that up. Like just like our own dad used to make me go out and and cut a switch off the willow tree. Yeah, that he'd use to whip me. Find yourself a nice thick switch. Don't come back here with one of those little willow boy. And he whipped me with that. <laughs> he whipped me. <laughs> so that's what my dream means. Okay, can you explain what the other dream? Meant? Other dream? I don't recall the other dream. <laughs> <laughs> the one with the Jewish Vulcans, oh, Joe, yes, on Walton's guess. Mountain. <laughs> that's these are deep waters, very deep waters. <laughs> Let me meditate on this. What's well, interesting because I always thought of, I always thought of the Vulcans as being in the Star Trek universe. They're they kind of represent... They're Semitic. <laughs> yes, they're, they're like, you know, they're... they're, they're or, or they're like the British. <laughs> like the British to the American Empire. <laughs> Were they administering Volkestein? <laughs> <laughs> More or less. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these are deep waters. <laughs> well, Spock had a certain otherness to him, but it's... Which brings us to conspiracy theories. otherness. Yes. I've been thinking a lot about conspiracy theories lately. Oh, really? Yeah. Any any good ones? Oh, yeah. There's a lot of good ones out there, Joe. Oh, there's a 9-11 conspiracy that's... Yeah, Building 7, Joe. Because all doors. <laughs> what other explanation could there possibly be, Joe? I can't think of any. I'm sure Cheney was going around setting charges <laughs> all the night before. <laughs> yeah, there, there's... There's that one. There's, of course, the ubiquitous UFO cover-up conspiracies, <laughs> which we never get tired of. And there's uh, well, the thank, JFK. Thank God we have Trevor James Constable to, to straighten us out on that. <laughs> Trevor James Constable worked this out years ago with his uh, organ right. generating device. Yes. He discovered that his organ generating device was attracting, attracting invisible, invisible flying, flying critters. critters. <laughs> yes. Also known as critters. Critters, yes. Visible flying predators. There seems no other possible explanation. There's the JFK assassination conspiracy theory. Yes. And there is... Oswald um, couldn't have acted There's the Paul McCartney is dead conspiracy theory, which is so meticulous, Joe. I watched a video the other day that, that was like rehashing... Was everything. it a YouTube? It, they played so much stuff backwards to prove their point. It was so silly. Yes. Yes. See? Here, here they're saying... That's like... Four? See? That's four. That it would have been... They're, 34. They were literally <laughs> saying... They were literally playing things backwards and saying, See? It says, Paul, I miss him. Miss him. <laughs> it's like, uh, no, miss you're him, kidding, right? You're kidding, right? You could play anything backwards and say, find any words in it. Miss him. Miss him. Yeah, I remember that. It's like this most elaborate conspiracy they've got. 
cooking here. I've never heard... Where they explain every face on the back of Sergeant Pepper <laughs> as be- pointing towards this... I mean, for one thing, if they're trying not... If they're trying to fool everybody into thinking that Paul is dead and they replaced him with someone who looked exactly like him and somehow had exactly the same voice and talent (laughs) and the same ability to play an instrument and many instruments, (laughs) why would they give us clues to the fact that they did it? (laughs) Good question. It's like they would have had to let all the artists that did the album cover know (laughs) because they would be meticulously working on all these clues. And the doll is like holding a car, you know, because that was the white car that Paul was driving when he was in the accident. Yes, it's crashing. And in the the doll's other hand, there's like a glove, a bloody glove that was like Paul's driving glove or something. Yes. Yes. And Paul's got his back to the audience. You know, where yes. the other three are facing forwards it's because then he's pointing to the words Paul is dead or something. <laughs> yes. It's so meticulously planned. It's, it's it's a great theory. Yeah, it doesn't sound at all like something that people got really high and looked at the album cover for <laughs> six years and tried to like, Oh my god. They tease out every me. bit of information. Yes. Yes. But people have done that with much more lame albums. <laughs> and much much more lame album covers. Now, I'll have to send you a link to this video. That, what was it called? It's called, like, uh, something like... It's got the, the word Ma- angel the in it or something. I'm, the McCartney Conspiracy. I don't know what it's called. I'll send you a link to it. It And to all you folks. <laughs> <laughs> we'll send you all a link. <laughs> we'll send you Lincoln. <laughs> We'll send you Lincoln. We'll send you Link. Lincoln. (laughs) Lincoln Hayes. And, uh, well, I've got a conspiracy theory, too, that I wanted to uh, bring to your attention. I think that all the conspiracy theories are being created (laughs) as a conspiracy. (laughs) It's a conspiracy to get people who, probably 10% of the population who are... I know I'm playing with the cord. I'll stop playing with the cord. Where, where's something else I can play with in my hand? <laughs> I'll play with this tuner thing. Here. I'll play with this. Oh, don't, just don't yeah. give me the kazoo. Play with this. It's to keep people busy chasing their tails so they don't notice, you know, what the real, the real prize is for the conspirators. They want to grab your, you know, grab your freedoms, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't and sure where you were going with that. And your pickles. <laughs> Out of your barrel. <laughs> yes. I and your badge. It. It's a conspiracy squared theory. Yeah. It's a, I've got another conspiracy theory. <laughs> I've got another one. And what what would that be? Oh, this one's deep, Joe. It's deep. Well, the sooner you Dick get stunted. Just like oh, the 9-11. No. <laughs> Just like my 9-11. He has no heart. <laughs> yeah, we're back to Vulcans. I know. This one is ingenious, Joe. Cheney learned that if he got a heart from a donor who happened to have some progressive views, there was a danger that he he might change. That's right. And that he might become progressive. That's right. He might actually... The heart might carry with it some of the ideas of the person who 
donated the heart. It is written. My question has always been, who donated the heart? <laughs> who is this person? That, That's one of the dark conspiracy who, lies. Who is this person Cheryl. who could do without a heart? That's What arch-conservative who was completely healthy died recently, Oh, yes. I begin to see the logic now. Janie got the heart. Breitbart. Of Breitbart. Of Breitbart. Uh, You know, talk about a reliably conservative heart, Joe. Somebody who would not forfeit the profits of Halliburton. Good point. So that's my conspiracy theory. I like it. Okay. Uh, Everyone out there, please spread this around. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we could keep some people busy. Put it in your chain mail. Put yourself in chain mail? (laughs) (laughs) No. Chain letters. We're going back a few centuries for that. Chain letters. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's enough. I'm going to have to wait till it comes around again. (laughs) I'm going to have to wait till it comes around again. I think I missed the ending there. Oh, my goodness me. So, um... So, hopefully, we don't have to apologize about Breitbart now. No, we don't have to apologize for that. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I think we've already... I believe in prophylactic... Apologies, we've apologized in advance. So I, we believe, can say pretty much I believe in prophylactics, yes. Indeed. I believe they are possible. Preventive. Well, we may get in trouble for this, but preventive <laughs> measures to apologize in advance for things <laughs> not <laughs> yet <laughs> said. Offensive for our, things. For not our yet. future not utterances. Yet. That's right. So I apologize for what I am about to say. And that is? I haven't said it yet. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. So, Joe, what's happening with you? Since I've well, been doing Max, most of um, the talking, most of the divulging, most of the confiding, most of the apologizing, even for you? Indeed. I've been uh, quite busy, Matt. I've actually launched a new website for Big Green. Oh. Brand new website. Oh. Big Green has a new home. Ah. God. Yes. God. Yes. I've abandoned the old site that we found by the side of the road some <laughs> near, years ago. When did you do that? Uh, just this week, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't notice it. It was a soft launch. Oh. And if you didn't clear out your browser cache, you might be still looking at the old site. Oh, okay. Well, I never do that. Not that you visit that site every day. No, I confess. I, I can't. Don't. <laughs> I've never seen. I it. confess, I don't. Truth I is, did, I've never. I did seen. visit it last week. Uh, no, I just changed it this week. Uh, In my infinite boredom, uh, I wanted to move it to a um, a a more um, usable platform. Mm. It was built in front page originally, which is pretty crappy. Yeah, that's basic. Although I've seen more basic ones. This one was pretty basic. <laughs> I couldn't edit it anymore because my uh, the the company that we buy web space from doesn't support front page anymore. Oh, so, okay. So that I was could, it was I forced. Get into it. It was forced. It was forced. Joe, I hear that we will be releasing a new video. 
Yes, there's a new video on the way. Indeed. Why don't you tell us about the video, Joe? Well, the video is the first of, uh, hopefully, <laughs> many videos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Now we're uh, we're heralding um, we're heralding the new collection of uh, Rick Perry songs that that we're trying to assemble based on uh, some of the recordings that we've done, including <laughs> several of the recordings you will hear this evening. But the uh, particular video that Matt is referring to, of course, is the song called The Devil's Romney, which we have done a video for, which illustrates, in fact, the lyrics of The Devil's Romney. We'll be apologizing for that for a long time to come, Yes, and my it, guess. Well, that's part of what I wanted to apologize in advance for. <laughs> this video is offensive. I recommend that no one watch it ever. Yes, I think uh, the Dracula reference, too, is going to get us in deep doo-doo. Yes, our last video featured Richard Nixon and JFK and um, several other ex-presidents. Yeah, Um, President Buzz Aldrin. President Buzz Aldrin. Uh, This video has Jesus and it has Dracula and it has the devil himself. Yeah. And it has... Beelzebub. And it has Mitt Romney, and it has Newt Gingrich. Mr. Newt Gingrich of the Moon. Newt Gingrich, King of the Moon. And it has, I don't know who else. (laughs) Oh, it's got Cameo by Ronald Reagan. And a few other cameos. Yes. Yeah, there are cameos by Ronald Reagan. Actually, it's a cast of thousands, Joe. Cast of thousands. There is, in fact, a cast of thousands. But don't watch it. It's offensive. Yeah, please don't watch it. It will harm you. You won't be able to drink milk. (laughs) (laughs) Which is good. Don't watch it. You'll only hurt yourself more. Vegans don't drink milk. (laughs) So, you shouldn't either. Here's my father. He makes milk. Milk is evil. Milk is evil. Milk, don't eat it. Now we're going to get in trouble with, with Chuck Grassley. <laughs> He's going to get mad at us. <laughs> For the milk thing. First the pink slime, now they're making fun of milk. <laughs> Next thing you know, we'll be saying, don't eat corn-fed beef. I know. What's wrong with pink slime? There's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> it's a good product. <laughs> you know what? What is it about those guys that they hate the free market? Right? <sighs> I thought they were all about the free market. No. Nah. People have made their decision. Oh, Jesus, Live Joe. with it. They're for cash. And all, of a, all of a sudden, they're like, people are making irrational decisions. <laughs> I know. Dude. Based on inaccurate <laughs> information. information. What if they ever had to deal with inaccurate information before? That's a whole basis of their phony baloney jobs. That's right. <laughs> if it wasn't for phony information and rash decisions... <laughs> They'd be just some bums sitting around in barrels. Undifferentiated people. (laughs) I didn't get a harumph out of that guy. Watch your ass. (laughs) You watch your ass. Yes. Great show. Yeah, so uh, where where was I going with that? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Hopefully not to Florida. You know, if you want to kill somebody in Florida... It's really easy, Joe. All you have to do is 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 say that they were like, they were like gonna beat. He you was up. threatening me. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, that's 
I can't. I can't see how anything can possibly go wrong with with that law. If there's if there's any rival you have that I know you're not too happy about, you just all you have to do is um, set them up and follow them. And uh, yeah, just make sure you're someplace. Let them have it where no one else could see let you. Let them have and it. Kill them, or you you know you wait until they they find you find them someplace alone and you kill them. But just whatever you do, kill them any way you can. Let them have it. And they, just, and they just say they were threatening you. It's all part of the new Jim Crow. And if they happen to be black, that's all. Yeah, all it does easy. seem to be when they carry it out. Yes, well, the <clears throat> automatic presumption of guilt on their part <laughs> will no doubt carry the day. He had guilty look. Yeah, he looked real guilty. Yeah, between that and the voter suppression. Yeah. It looks like the yeah. South is going to rise again, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Here it comes. Here comes the South. It's coming for you. It's coming for you. So do we have a song to introduce? Yes, we do. And that would it's be... It's called... Well, we have a couple of songs, actually. The first one is called... <laughs> oh, no. It's what the hell is it called? Is it the... Is it the Comeback Main one? Oh, Comeback Mean, right. That's I don't know what it's called, but that's the first line. Yep, it's Comeback Mean. That's by our cousin. Cousin, cousin, cousin Rick. Cousin Rick, and it was penned by, uh, you know... Uh, cousin, cousin Rick. Cousin Rick, yeah, and he... Uh, and it's sung sing- by... Cousin. Rick. Cousin Rick. Cousin Although Rick it doesn't Barry. quite sound like Cousin Rick. Well, it's because he came back mean. Yeah, that's his mean. That's his mean voice. He got all mean. He come back ugly. Yeah, uh, so what's that song about? That's Rick coming back mean and ugly. (laughs) (laughs) To Texas, show. He come back to Texas. Yeah. Yeah, because Rick, um, he's been running some kind of rampage down there. It's not pretty. I heard a hilarious quote from Rick. Uh, had to do with uh, global warming and talking about... Oh, wait a minute. I wrote it down. Uh, <laughs> we, can, we can quote Rick someplace. I wrote, did I write that down here? Do, Joe, stall for time. Okay, here it is. We're like Galileo challenging the consensus. <laughs> it's like he's like Galileo. Denying global warming makes him like Galileo. Yep. He's... Oh, oh I see. That's right. Oh, Galileo, Just like Galileo, Galileo who, <laughs> who bowed down to Petro-Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I know. That's... Uh, uh, yeah. That's... About as inside out as anything can possibly be. I think Rick needs to write a song about that. Just so we've got a clear understanding of his meaning. I think we should indeed ask him to... uh, We should commission him to pen a song. But that's not what this song is about that we're introducing now. No, Come Back Mean. That's another different other song. Come Back Mean is, is kind of a bitter song. It's about a bitter Rick. It's about a bitter man. Who used to be Rick, but is still known as Rick. He got rejected. 
Now he's going to kick him a dog. Oh, yeah. He's going to kick him a dog. That's right. And here it is. <laughs> Open up a drink. Here we have a drink. <laughs> it's coming. It's still Five, come four, three, two, one. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a <laughs> minute. <laughs> I'm Expect they have been rejecting us. I think we need to go scour the neighborhood. Want the best kicking doll you can find? Go get me Planned Parenthood.
Well, that was great, Joe. <laughs> yes, Rick really knocked it out of the park. Yeah, boy, I like those Heine Herna Hina Honas. Yes, uh, I don't know if everyone could hear uh, the the backup vocals, but I believe the uh, I believe the backup singers were singing. It's like a chorus of Vikings. Herna Horna Hina Herna Hern. Yeah, something sound like that. That's what we used to sing when we were rowing the Viking boat. How's it? Yeah. Something like that. Don't ask me how we know that. Because it was so far in the background with whoever mixed the song. <laughs> <laughs> One of Rick's friends. I'll have to have a word with him. I think it was mixed by <laughs> it was mixed by Jim Hightower. <laughs> <laughs> he has taste, seriously. It was great. It was great. Oh that was fantastic. Oh Rick, that was fantastic. Time for some tasty jazz. <laughs> it's got a nice ending too. I like it. Yeah, that tasty jazz part is pretty good. They kind of descend into tasty jazz. That's some uh, bodacious, <laughs> <laughs> some bodacious cowboy scat. Yes, yes. It's uh, that's why the name of the song is actually "Comeback Mean" or "Cowboy Scat." <laughs> cowboy scat. <laughs> what dang? Well, you know what scat what means too. Get out! Well, scat also is what you refer to as excrement left oh, behind by oh, oh, animals. Yeah. Okay, That's scat. scat. So I didn't understand that scatological <laughs> reference. No scatalac, no Joe. <laughs> scatalac. Joe wants to buy a scatalac. That's <laughs> that's a car with shit all over its chassis. It's a car with shit all over its chassis. Scatalac, Scatalac, Scatalac. <laughs> we call that song Scatalac. 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 Wow. <laughs> Buzz wow. <laughs> yes. Mammoth Clam Phillips would appreciate that. <laughs> Mammoth Clam. Now we're getting into Chuck Kruger. Yeah, what, what's going on with Chuck Kruger these days? Well, his album is right over there. Oh, you're kidding. Jesus. No, I haven't heard kidding. that for years. Joe, tell us about Chuck Kruger. Chuck Kruger was a uh, folk musician up in up in Maine. He may actually still be uh, be around. I don't know. He'd be a little elderly at this point. This is back in the 70s. Yeah. He was, a, he was elderly in the 70s? No. Well, no. Does he, like... Is 30s. his aging process in reverse, so he'd be younger now? <laughs> yes, he's like uh, 
Benjamin Button or whatever. I don't know. Some guy ages backwards. No, he used to try and get my other brother, my late brother. Smarter brother. <laughs> our smarter brother. <laughs> the one who would never do a podcast like this. The one who could actually play an instrument. <laughs> <laughs> he used to get him to try and play on his albums. Yes, his first album. I, I think it was his first album. He... Uh, and probably <laughs> <laughs> oh. may have been the last. This is this has been in the, this was in the era of the LP, yeah. Which, strangely enough, a lot of people pressed LPs back then. I mean, a lot of a lot of people who weren't famous and who didn't have recording contracts actually ponied up the cash to to press LPs. Vanity Just, albums, Joe. Yeah, it was vanity albums. Though. I played with a southern rock kind of guy who had several collections of his own songs and they were they were really bad recordings they were like home you know 70s era or 80s era yeah. home recordings done with cheap tape recorders like and two real noisy to it, it sounded like, sounded like he just sent, you know just randomly recorded a bunch of things that he he played at a practice session or yeah. something and sent it to the press oh, and they put it on and they right. they mastered it for him it's like thanks I, I remember listening to these things and going, you put this on a record? <laughs> I was like, what? Really? I, I hear you're dumb. Where, where's the record? <laughs> it's ironic because he lived in a trailer. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. That's the handmade guitar guy. That was Larry, yeah. right? My beautiful, yeah, Larry. <laughs> uh, somebody, I can't believe it. Somebody's still my my beautiful handmade guitar. Yeah. It's like, no, they they didn't steal it. They took it, and then they threw it back. I know. They ripped off a bunch of stuff out of his trailer, and, and they, chucked the, they chucked the beautiful handmade guitar under the under trailer. Under the trailer, right. <laughs> they threw it back. Was I there for that? Or were you know. just telling me I might have it? just told you, because we were, like, hanging around his trailer. He's like, I, I got to show you this guitar. It's a beautiful guitar. Right. It's like, And I was sitting there with a bunch of other people from the same the same horrible band that I was in. The same band. And That's our enemy. It was the same band. That's our enemy band. Our yeah. enemy. And Dual Space Orphans. And he kept walking in and out of the room as we were having a conversation. We were just kind of like bullshitting. And he kept walking in and out of the room going, Where, I can't, where's my beautiful handmade guitar? Where's my beautiful handmade guitar? Where's my beautiful handmade guitar? And finally he was like, he realized... Well, my my house has been my house has been broken into, and I've been I've had all this stuff ripped off, you know. Yeah. And so we were like looking around. <laughs> the thing was under his trailer. Yeah, you just told me about it. I wasn't. Somebody there. was like tossing it. But this is the same guy that we were on our way to. I think it was a gig or to a rehearsal. <laughs> I think it was a gig actually, and he had the, he had an El Camino. <laughs> Uh, my favorite car. <laughs> he had like one of those open back uh-huh. old Caminos, and we were like driving along, driving along, and and he and he drove into this apartment complex, and he was like driving to this, and I'm thinking, oh well, this, well, maybe this is where the gig is. I don't know. Maybe we're playing in somebody's apartment. I don't know. And we're driving around, and he keeps going around in circles, and I'm like, Larry, where are we going? Where the hell are we going? Like, what, what, what are you looking for? He's like, Dumpster. <laughs> He's looking for a dumpster to throw his trash in. <laughs> and, yeah. and I look look in the I hadn't noticed before, but I look in the back of the El Camino and there's a bunch of loose garbage back there just like <laughs> tossed into the back of his El Camino. He's like looking for a dumpster. I can't think it. of a better use for an El Camino. So we're like shoveling <laughs> loose garbage into Little it. did you know, working for him would be Yeah. I was more trash man. Though. It was a high point of my career. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, it's all like, been downhill from that. I know. <laughs> that was that was the pinnacle. That was the Larry Bear. Larry, I miss you. Wherever you are, I miss He's you. Probably still driving around in that El Camino looking He's, for a dumpster. Yeah, don't doubt it. He's been diving. <laughs> so He's been diving. When he, found, when he found one, did he also, like, take any discarded pizza boxes that were inside the dumpster already, using them for inexpensive <laughs> cheese resources? <laughs> Ran his finger around the inside of all the soup cans. And... <laughs> mm. Oh, a lot of good stuff in there. Now he's wearing a barrel. <laughs> Back to the barrel again. Always back to the barrel. Oh, God. What a horrible, horrible experience. It's brought it back to me. But I actually started... Dispel it. Dispel it. I, I, I'm trying to block it out Dispel with Chuck Kruger. <laughs> yeah, I know. We wandered a bit from Chuck Kruger. Chuck Kruger, yeah. Chuck Kruger was a folk musician, and, and he He, he kind of branched out into different music. He he kept trying to get like jazz, jazz musicians, musicians to play on his, on his records. He wouldn't have bothered with us. No. Although he may have appreciated Cowboy Scat. We're nearly good enough. I think I'm going back to Maine. Yeah, that was his hit. I got a good friend there that even knows my name. Yes, he had very obvious rhymes. <laughs> yeah, I'd go on, but it's probably copyrighted. <laughs> oh, no. I don't want Chuck Kruger to sue me. That's a fine how do you do. <laughs> He'll finally strike it rich suing you. <laughs> <laughs> there's only three degrees of separation between me and Chuck Kruger. I think there's less than that. Well, well, Mark knew him. In terms of who... <laughs> yeah. like only one in terms of who isn't? knows him now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know Phil. Does Phil still know him? Okay. Uh, well, Phil has met him, so I suppose it's only two. Well, that counts. <laughs> you I don't have to... Know. I don't know. It's possible he's still around, but I don't really know. Yeah. And who the hell is Kevin Bacon anyway? What was he in? I don't know modern American movie stars. He was in, uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> We're so I pathetic. I can know. I don't know. You know. <laughs> if it was in if they weren't in movies after the 40s, I'm afraid. <laughs> I don't know who they are. He was are. in Footloose, Matt. <laughs> well, I don't know what that is. That was uh, it was a movie. Joe, what episode of the Six Million Dollar Man was he in? That's what I want to know. I know. If he wasn't in the Six Million Dollar Man, we don't know him. So we today's Joe's him. birthday, by the way, folks. Oh, so no. We did celebrate Joe's birthday by remembering Reb Brown's portrayal of Captain America. Yours world, he's a man. Yeah, Reb Brown was a fine actor <laughs> who also played... <laughs> your in what was your! Uh, now who the hell produced your your hunter was, of the future was it uh italian i think it was italian italian production yes your your was a caveman <laughs> who he would, looked like bam bam <laughs> yeah he looked like think, bam bam right yeah he had like bam bam sounds. hair he had a ridiculous outfit on yeah and he had a big club yeah the movie starts with literally with him like with running him. around in Spain, and this kind of disco theme song, yeah, because it was the late seventies. <laughs> it had a snappy bass in it. Yeah, it was actually kind of good. It's kind of funky. Yeah, it was kind of good. Except it was sung by people whose English was not their <laughs> first language, so it was really or hard to understand. <laughs> 
I think it was Tony who deciphered all the lyrics. I kept thinking they were saying, he's going to make all those white people change their name. <laughs> but it was, he's going to, to make, make all, all those the wild, wild beasts oh, look yeah, yeah, tame all... tonight. Right. Right. Because, yeah, yeah, Tony has, uh, Tony Butera has incredible an excellent ability. ear for hearing like, lyrics. He should be a bird lyrics. man because, you know, there's some birds that have incredibly complicated songs. That's very difficult to to separate yes. the notes. Uh, I'm getting too much into inside baseball, aren't, aren't I? That's okay. <sighs> I did learn from from listening to birds with other people, though, that some people have much better hearing and can hear uh, separations between notes that other people can't hear. Interesting. It's like if you take the simple song of the chickadee. The black cap chickadee, which is <whistles> some people hear that as <whistles> and they don't hear the separation huh. in the second note. Huh. You know what? I'm think- one of the people that don't that does not hear that separation. I hear it as a as a very as like a uh, a drop in intensity, but I don't hear it as a separate no, unless I slow it down just a little bit. If I slow down, if I record it and then slow it down a little bit, I hear the separation playing today. Oh, and certain individual chickadees will have a slower song anyway, or or they'll just they're. So they're the they're the birds that I hear going. Yeah. Is that how, what you hear? You don't hear. You hear. I think I just heard. I hear it the way you do. Okay. Most people hear it that way. But some people, like my wife, hears. She hears the two. No kidding. Every time. That's an interesting distinction. Yes, it's taught me much. And you too can learn about science by listening to This is Big Green. Science! (laughs) Let's hear that one more time. Science! Yes. Now for another segment of Science with Matt Perry. Science is a blue thing perched on the top of the mast of a ship. A ship sailing towards the horizon. But what if... If there was no sail, no wind, no moon, no stars, steer by, steer forth, steer forth. Yes, I'm here. My greatest friend. (laughs) Okay, so that got a bit of a card, I'm afraid. Thank you for listening to another episode of Science! (laughs) With a Dickensian twist. (laughs) With a Dickensian twist. (laughs) Who the hell is Dickens, Joe? (laughs) Mr. Lentil! Mr. Lentil. No, that was... Dickens! One of our family members knew knew somebody (laughs) who never heard of Dickens. Oh, yeah. Yeah. we were talking about yeah, that. Yeah, Dave. Dave. No, d- yeah, well, it was Dave reacting to David it. David reacted <laughs> negatively. He said, you, you never heard of Dickens? 
He got mad at the guy because he never heard of Dickens. Yeah, he was outraged. I was just thinking today how many how many people that you know are in our media circle of acquaintance. If you took a globe and said, "Okay, find Syria," find cereal, Syria. it's in the cupboard, Joe. Syria, cereal, it's in <laughs> the cupboard, yeah. Joe. They'd leave the room and go find cereal. <laughs> I, I am kind of hungry. I'm, I'm kind of hungry. Go find cereal. Go find your own cereal. I'd rather have cheesy grits with mint Romney. <laughs> cheesy grits. Cheesy grits. Time for... Cheesy grits with mint Romney. <laughs> cheesy grits with mint Romney. Cheesy grits with mint Romney. So I think, you know, Matt, I actually think that your dream that you had the other night was was prophetic. Which one, the Vulcan? No, the one about Mitt Romney. Oh, okay. Because Mitt Romney has become, I mean, there's no more Santorum. Santorum dropped out. Now Mitt Romney is the inevitable. He's the big daddy. Of course, aside from the fact that Newt Gingrich is the inevitable nominee, we know that. (laughs) Yeah, well. Just ask him. By the end of his second term, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) By the end of his second term. (laughs) He will have fundamentally changed America. <laughs> he's always fundamentally changing everything. Yeah, fundamentally is a big word for Newt. Yes, it's a fundamental word. It's fundamentally... <laughs> he's a beautiful man, you gotta admit. I'd have to say so. He's a big billowing blimp of a man. Oh, Joe. I'm sorry. Now I have to say I'm sorry again. The Pope was crowning him. <laughs> You could see that in our video. Yes. You will be offended. <laughs> I was offended, Joe. Prepare to be offended. <laughs> While I was editing it, I was offended. <laughs> I could see why. Yes, I, I lowered my head. I lowered my head in shame. I lowered my head in shame. So, there is another song. Uh and the song is called... It's another Rick Perry song. Finish the idea. Another Rick Perry song, yes. Yes, thank you for helping. <laughs> yes, it's called Saving Myself. He's just taking the brain... His brain's taking the day off for his birthday, I For think. America. Uh, for America. Saving myself for America. Yeah, Rick is saving himself for America, apparently. And that's what this song is about. Another first draft. Fur ya. <laughs> Fur ya. Come on, nine to two. And here it comes again. May not be the nominee, but I'm gonna sing this hair anthem. Anyhow. I'm saving myself for. America, my own love so true. I won't succeed, I'm over that. The last thing that I do, just like my dear friend Newton G and his beloved moon. I need you, darling, believe in me. You're the reason that I croon. Garden delicious, so nutritious, conservative to the bone. 
alone it has a first name It's Rick and I all alone Where are you darling? Don't forget I'm waiting on the phone I need you darling Believe in me Toward you I am prone Hurry would you on your way This ombre's gonna break down To put on shit on Drag around And treat it like a clown Try my best to engage my brain Break a face Tried to lift apart I had the hair I had the stance I had to hold that part Forgive the darling America If I'm not that freaking smart Forgive me darling America For zero on the chart Somebody's gonna break down But put on shit on Dragged around And treated like a That was great, Matt. Oh my God, you know, every song that Rick does is better than the last. Every song a jewel. It's going to be top of the charts. I know it. <laughs> There's money in this, I know it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think he used to play in the old Vutulos buildings. <laughs> <laughs> no! No, uh, we're going too far, Joe. We're nah, going you're too going far. too far. That's, that's not nice. We're going to be apologizing for that now. I have to apologize for everything. Goodness me. We could just... <laughs> <laughs> that's the apology We have show. to apologize for our apology segment at the beginning of the show. It's time for an apology. Oh, damn it. There was something I was going to tell you on live air, and I forgot what it was, Joe. Oh. It's not live anyway. It's taped. Well, it's not even taped because technology has changed and we don't use tape anymore. It's as close to live as we get. I still use tape, though, hmm. when I do video stuff. I mean, it's digital, but it's digital on tape. I so. use tape for audio recording. Oh, my God. We both use tape. So, yes, I certainly do. So, God damn it, we're still using tape. It's old technology, but it's good technology. It's proven. <laughs> proven. <laughs> time and time again. <laughs> Time and time. I well, guess. I guess we should probably end this, shouldn't we? Because we're just kind of well, talking all, now. All good things <laughs> come to an end. <laughs>
We've no other, no further <laughs> anecdotes to offer, Matt. You have, you have nothing to leave I us with. I went through my dreams. Uh, nothing I went through my schemes. Nothing interesting from your past. Um, no, <laughs> no. I should apologize to you because <laughs> because I made fun of your anecdote last time. <laughs> you made fun of my what? Your anecdote. Uh, which one? It was the one about um. Your friend being arrested at the oh Jeff yeah, yeah. Well, it was terrible. It was a terrible <laughs> anecdote, which ended in a completely bizarre way with me thinking, "Ah, oh, darn it! Why couldn't my father have been a communist?" So, well, if Alan West had been around, your father would have been a communist. <laughs> That's <laughs> S- true. Seeing as everybody's a communist, <laughs> I, know. I know. It reminded me of that Farber guy. I kept thinking of that that guy that was the on guy that, that show was on Farber. Farber. Yeah. 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 The guy that whose voice would get yeah. higher whenever he started yeah. talking about communism. There was Phyllis Schlafly, and and then there was that guy who went to start up talking like this, but as soon as he started talking about the communists, he got like this. Yeah. yeah. And I don't even know who that guy is. I suppose I should do, like, YouTube searches. It was like Siren Jim. I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it kind of went off like a siren. It was he probably insane. had one of those hats to remember, that that they used to sell back in the eighties. It was like for uh, it said Spock on. It was like Star <laughs> Trek related, but, but let me. I swear they never wore those on the show. It was essentially had had a police light on the top of a helmet that said said Spock on it. Like wow, I don't remember them using that I want on Star that thing so bad. I want it now. <laughs> I don't remember that episode. <laughs> it was back in the age when when they were just they'd like latch on to something that was semi popular and they'd like create accessories for it that never existed. <laughs> I know they already had the thing. They just pasted the name Spock on it. I know. It's like some kind of space helmet with a with a police car bubblegum machine on the top. <laughs> what Spock wore every day? I don't know. He just wore it off camera. <laughs> no. I, I don't know. Special what. Vulcan helmet. He, he wore it when he was examining the captain's log. <laughs> but that's my theory. That's uh, that's a good theory, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, I saw you know when I when I was looking for videos to to send to you for your birthday. I looked at. I almost sent you this Jack Webb video, which was him talking about communists. It was no, no. pretty excellent, Joe. Oh my God. It had to do with uh, he. He was talking about how in the Soviet Union right now there's a town that's made up to be like an American town, and they're training their their people to to infiltrate. Right, uh, it was absolutely hilarious. You've probably seen it. It's not, it rings a bell, <sighs> rings a bell. But it's and then it's it goes similar, on. It's such to, a similar trope to what they used in later years for like Saddam Hussein. And it goes on to this kind of guy who's kind of lazy, you know, in his community. <sighs> I, I mean, and he falls asleep and he dreams he's in you know communist land. Oh, I do remember like that the, part. I remember that part. Yeah. 
It's like the the George Bailey thing, except instead of George Bailey coming to, you know, his his what the fuck was that town's name in that movie? Oh, uh Potterville. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Yeah, well, it, right. Except it was well, Sovietville. Something falls. <laughs> it was Sovietville that he woke up into and right. And like his friends were telling on him and, yeah. and he he was eventually muscled off to like a military tribunal. It's like the body snatchers basically. Right, right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. It was great. It was great. Yeah. And Jack Webb kept coming coming back and filling us in and what do they think of next (laughs) (laughs) he was so patriotic jack webb he wanted to kill you with patriotism (laughs) 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 oh so we could have been mourning uh what what the hell is his name there the dad the news the the 60 minutes guy oh right mike wallace yeah mike wallace Wallace is gone now yes who's uh, mourn of the uh, mourn of the month yeah, we could we could be apologizing else, for him. Didn't somebody else pass away this last okay, month? Of course, Joe. There's billions of people in the world. <laughs> Probably a whole shitload of people died. Yes, in but a it doesn't time. it doesn't count unless you've been on television. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I'll always remember from Mike Wallace is when this <laughs> a, a episode of some show he had in the 50s where he w- he was like interviewing Salvador Dali. It was one of the most if you thought Salvador Dali's paintings were strange, <laughs> wait till you see him interviewed by Mike Wallace. <laughs> and then Mike Wallace does the commercial, which was a cigarette yeah. c- commercial, and he's like chain-smoking through the whole thing. Yeah, anyway, remember the cigarette ad, yeah. It was really bizarre. Yeah. Smoke more. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, smoke more. Yeah, sm- you're not smoking nearly enough. Yes. Now, here's Salvador Dali. <laughs> now, smoke this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what was in those cigarettes. <laughs> Here, smoke more, and then watch Salvador, Salvador Dali. <laughs> the clock is melting. <laughs> Dig a hole in your garden to put it in. Yeah, it really changes the 60 minutes thing. The clock is melting. When they return to the 60 minutes clock, it's like melted. It's like, what if Salvador Dali replaced... Andy Rooney on <laughs> 60 minutes. <laughs> what the hell? We'll have Little Richard, too. <laughs> we'll have a really interesting show. I thought you were going to play Slippin' in a Slide or something. We could end it with Slippin' in a Slide, Joe. <laughs> Slipping in a slide. Been told got old a long time got ago. Old a long time ago. <laughs> Ow. Ow. I like little Richard. Indeed. So Joe, I guess we should wrap this up. Ashville Matt, it's always a pleasure talking it's, to you. It's really boring now. Yes, indeed. <laughs> we should I think we'll take it out with an old number. Very well. Something I'll pull out of my ass. <laughs> Jesus. Please. Please. He's going to pull some <laughs> some really tasty numbers out of, <laughs> tasty out of there. Jazz. <laughs> tasty jazz out of there. What the hell? <clears throat> some, some real good scat. 
I'm going to reach for some scat up there. Some scat. <laughs> We're having a little scat. Thank you. I apologize. Indeed. Me too. Sit away. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's it for today and this month. Goodness knows. We've had a great time. Hope you did, too. This is Big Green is produced by Big Green. Brought to you by BP, the oil company that really cares about those people down on the Gulf. God damn it. Gave them all that free oil. How very generous of them. Check out our new website, big-green.net. Check out our blog as well. (laughs) Lots to see. 